0: y'all welcome back to the hedge we are continuing our um nfl previews our division previews um we've already done the afc east um and now we're gonna do the nfc east um talked about it a little behind the scenes. we're wondering is this the best division we kind of all thought maybe the afc east was but maybe this is the best division in the nfc um I think it's fair to say it was last year since they got 3 playoff teams. So um yeah, I don't know. Are y'all th- I I think I think it's fair to say this is probably the best division. Would any of y'all push back on that if I said that?
1: I think I think you're right on the money. I mean, for the NFC at least, it's just such a, you know, weak division and the fact that there's this much like disparity between the two is Pretty interesting because I don't I don't remember a time, uh, at least in my football watching career, that it's been the gap's been this big.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can argue, kind of, that the the West, eh, no, West is a clear second. Yeah. But it's just because it's it's top heavy with the Niners, yeah. and also the Seahawks made the playoffs last year too. But man, the state the Cardinals are in right now, it's hard to have them up there with them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. They're solidified in the number one spot.
0: Um, and I think it's fair to say the North and the South and the AFC are both definitely the worst. Um, Dawson,
1: do you think that the North could be the most surprising out of all the conferences?
0: I do. I think the uh, North is going to be the most difficult to kind of do the over-unders for because – the bears i mean they could be a lot better it's kind of his field's gonna grow a lot i mean they almost seem like a good team and he felt like a good quarterback but they were the worst team in the league last year so (laughs) it doesn't really make sense and the lions i'm guessing colin as a packers fan you don't trust the lions like i do but they should be good but
1: yeah there's so many people that are penciling them into like hey you could see them in the you know the nfc championship and it's just like yeah, nice. I'll
0: believe it when I, I don't trust them at all. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: my whole life has been the Lions messing up and falling apart and losing games at the end and <laughs> yeah, making dumb mistakes. So, uh, and then the Vikings are, you know, Kirk Cousins. You can't trust them in prime time, but they should do well in the regular season. So, I, you know, I, I think the North is the toughest division, NFC North.
3: We'll right. have to count how many primetime games Kirk plays um, when we do our under over on the uh, Vikings. I think that'll be a <laughs>
1: crucial stat.
0: Except too, I think that'll be a crucial stat. Seriously, and then the
1: Packers—that's that's a good live bet into the third quarter if they're up. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah. Just <laughs> blow yes. it, Kirk.
0: Yeah, blow it. Yep. Um, and then the Packers with Jordan Love—if he's good, they could be really good. If he's not, they're going to be bad. So, one of those things too.
1: It's the season
0: of love, baby. Feels good. Love and be a love
1: hate
3: relationship in Green Bay, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's not a hate love relationship, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, NFC East. uh, Before we get started, guys, thank you for joining me, Colin, Dylan, Tony. Um, We got the original gang back in the house good to be back with y'all um and uh welcome to the hedge the hedge with double D let's get going all right so the NFC East uh, like we said maybe the best division in the NFC um in terms of their schedule everyone in the NFC East is going to play the entire AFC East and the NFC West. So, like we said, maybe the AFC East is the best division. NFC West might be the second best in the NFC. So that does make for tough scheduling, you would think. Um, but the NFC had or East, sorry, the NFC East had three playoff teams last year. Um, the Giants snuck in. Should have been the Packers, but we couldn't beat the goddamn Lions at the very end of the season. Ugh. But uh so congrats. Tough lions
3: squad, man. Favored in their division this year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then obviously Philly was by far the best team in the NFC. Um they won 14 games and I felt like they could have won more, but we'll get to them later. Um, we're gonna start with Dallas. We're going alphabetical order. We're starting with Dallas. Um, the Cowboys, America's team, which is always a joke to me. The Packers are America's team. Get over it, Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh the Cowboys, I, I always in general, my heart tells me to go against the Cowboys because Vegas is always gonna give them like or let's see here, the popular you know, the um people are always betting on the Cowboys, so Vegas is always putting their odds kind of in that favor, so it's almost like a better bet to always bet against them. And that's what I thought last year, but they just kept winning. Um, they ended up going 12 and 5. They made the wild card. Um, they were second in the division. This year, their over under is nine and a half. So it's definitely dropped a lot. Um, maybe, the, so we'll, we'll jump into it. The people that they lost after last year, they lost Ezekiel Elliott. That's the big loss. I don't know if that's going to be a big loss because they still have Tony Pollard and Pollard seemed to take over um they also lost their starting left guard in mcgovern so maybe that's a big loss too um but their biggest weakness last year was really dak prescott um he missed a couple games and he still threw the most interceptions um he just kept turning the ball over now they have added uh, brandon cooks as a receiver so I don't know. Maybe that helps with the passing game. Um, and they added Stefan Gilmore on the backside uh, for the defense and in the secondary. But their strength is obviously their pass rush with Micah Parsons um, dominating. Um, one thing I forgot to add uh, their other three opponents are going to be at the Chargers, at the Panthers, and they are going to play versus the Lions. So um, with all that, nine and a half games guys it was hard for me to really this was hard for me to pin down my heart was telling me go under because Vegas is going to be adding you know making their over under higher than it should be because of all the the house is all or not the house the um public is usually going with Dallas but nine and a half just felt so low to me um it's hard to see Prescott throwing that many interceptions again usually interceptions Usually, I mean usually a lot of those are going to be tip passes, some unlucky stuff here and there. But I mean, if you look at their stats, they had a really good offense. They had a really good defense. Um, a lot of the points they gave up on defense were because of the interceptions. Mm. Um, having added Brandon, mm. Cups, Stephon Gilmore seems like it's really gonna help them. Um it, like i said it, i really want it. my heart tells me to take the under but my head's telling me to take the over I, I feel like it's hard for them not to win 10 games at least this year so i'm going with the over with the cowboys going over at least 10 games i think they'll win 10 maybe 11 um kind of get that wild card spot again and then i think they'll lose pretty early on in the playoffs Sweet. all right um dylan i'm gonna go to you next what are you thinking here? You agree with me? What's your thoughts on the Cowboys?
3: Man, they have a great defense. Um, really love their defense of course last year and you know, if Dak's healthy, it's hard to, you know, you know, say. I mean, obviously he hasn't been healthy though. He hasn't had a real, I mean, I don't remember the last time the past two or three years that he's played all, you know, even 14 games, 15 games. So, um, you know, they, they lost a lot of their games with Cooper Russian last year. And that was, you know, that's a big thing to kind of consider if Dak can stay healthy Uh, looking at their schedule. I mean, it's just so tough. Like their, their schedule is very difficult. They have to play the Niners. Um, They have to play, um, you know, the Eagles twice. Um, They have to play, you know, a giants team that might be a little better this year with Dayball and you, you know, I'm just trying to count the wins. They've got some like really easy games against the Panthers, the Cardinals. Um, but, you know, it's like, do they, do they roll into the end of the year when they're playing? Cause they literally play a gauntlet. They play the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, and then the Lions who are supposed to be better and pushing for some sort of playoff run in a row. So that's four tough games. And if they're not on a good momentum there and they're, they're, oh, you know, one and three, and then they come into, you know, playing, you know, at the commanders and a division rival, if they beat them early in the season, you know, it's like, you know, just where are they at at the end of the year? So, uh, I'm actually going to go with, uh, your heart, not or your head <laughs> <laughs> and go with the under on this. I think they're a nine win team this year. Um, You know, it's just the hype is there. You know, Jerry's always hyping them up. They've got a great, you know, obviously fan base. Um, And you're right. The public loves to take the over. Um, So um, seeing them playing the Dolphins late in the year, seeing them playing the Lions late in the year, uh, I'm just going to just opt to go with the under on them, just considering that I do think that they have to play the hardest division on the other side. And uh, I just think that the is going to be a little bit better um, than the NFC um, the AFC, uh, I'm sorry, AFC East will be a little better than the NFC East. So, uh, under um, nine-win team this year. Alright, alright. I like it, man. I,
0: I I can see that happening. I could easily see that happening, because they do have a tough schedule. Um, Colin, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys? Who are you agreeing with here?
1: It's funny, when you always think about it, it's like, okay, the it's going to be the opposite of what everybody says, just with the amount of the People talk about the Cowboys. With that being said, I am gonna ride with the public on this one. Uh, I'm taking the over. Uh, I think it's, I think they could easily win ten to eleven games. Uh, the, this the point for uh, Dylan is the fact that Mike McCarthy is gonna be calling all the plays for the uh, Cowboys. So you know that's he is gonna lose them one game. Uh, you know, close in the end. But I would also argue. Uh, Kellen Moore was doing that as well uh, last year, so I don't see as being a complete uh, snafu um, that it could be. And on top of that, you've got um, Diggs and you've got Micah Parsons and so many talented just game wreckers on the defense that I think it just simply makes your job easier on the offense Um, on the offensive side of the ball and you know cd lamb i mean you got some you definitely got some players so i think uh, i think it's an over uh and i think that they win 10 or 11 games yeah all
0: right all right tony we'll go to you last for the cowboys are you gonna make it three overs are you gonna even us up at two and two
2: i'm gonna go with the over um you know i think they have, I mean, they obviously have a dominant defense, a great defense. And this is kind of a career making year for Dak Prescott, you know, like a legacy defining year, you know, if he can make that push and like make it out of the wild card around in the playoffs, you know, I think a lot of people's minds could change about him and uh, going off what you said, I don't think he's going to throw as many picks as he did last year. Um, I'm a Dak believer. And I think that team goes as Dak goes. I think he's going to have a good bounce back year. And um, I think the Cowboys can really um, give the Eagles a run for their money. I don't think they're going to let the Eagles walk away with the division. I think they'll keep it competitive. And I think it may come down to week 18. So uh, Cowboys, I'm going over. I got faith in them. All right.
0: All right, man. Um Last year, it came down to week 18, um, and Dallas lost to, I guess, Washington also, I think. And then the Eagles won, so there's a two-game difference. But um, and I can see that happening. Um, I think the NFC East is like the one division where it's been like no one's won it twice in a row in like 15 years, something like that. So yeah. that's fair to think someone else would win it, but ugh, man, Philly was so dominant um it's hard for it's hard to pick against them um but we will make our official picks at the end of the show for who's going to win the division so we'll save those um all right y'all so we have three over and dylan's taking the under we'll see how it plays out um we've got a couple minutes so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break Mm -hmm. and we'll come back and we'll do the next three uh, teams all together or one after the other so
2: stay with us y'all Okay, sorry. <laughs> Does it just go away? How do I make sure? Uh, I think it just stays there. Okay,
0: trying to get the on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome back to the hedge with Double D. Um, we are going to continue with the New York Giants. Um, so, a little preview for the Giants. Um, from what I saw, I would say that they're. Their strength was their running game because they did not have any big plays on offense. In fact, they were the worst. I think they were one of the worst teams in the league on big plays offensively. Um, But they also, you know, between Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley, who they just signed, so he should be there this year. um, They've got a good running game. Um, They've got a good defensive line. But they've got a really bad run defense. So their weaknesses would be linebackers. They had they had the worst run defense in the league. Um, and like I said, they were really bad at getting big plays on offense. Um they did add a couple of offensive weapons, so maybe that'll change. They added Darren Waller a tight end, so maybe he can help um Danny Dimes there get a couple plays. Um, they added uh um I think Paris is his first name. Paris Campbell as a receiver. He's supposed to be really fast. And they added Jalen Hyatt in the draft. Some of our guys here from Knoxville may know who Jalen Hyatt is. Get a couple big drops mm. downfield. Um, and then um, they also added um, a linebacker from the Colts. Um, I'm not sure how you say his name. O- Okereke. Um, but he was a starting linebacker for the Colts. And the Colts had a good defense. So maybe he'll help their linebacking core out. Um the Giants surprised me. I forgot that they made the playoffs last year, honestly. I forgot they were nine, seven, and one. They just didn't seem like a good team to go. They, to they won a
2: playoff game, too. They beat the Vikings.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they got destroyed um, by the Eagles. Um, but I mean, the Eagles were dominant. So, and Kirk Cousins in primetime, we all know how that goes. <laughs> 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 so, um, Again, so they started seven and two last year, six and one, and then seven and two, which I think was the biggest surprise of the whole season, was like, oh my God, they just keep winning. I feel like everyone, all the the talking heads were saying they're the worst five and one team, they're the worst six and one team. They're the worst seven and two team. Um, I think that was accurate. I, I don't think they were very good for how good their record was. Um, but they won nine games. Um, they're extra three games that they'll be playing. Outside of the schedule we've already talked about, um, Green Bay is coming to New York. They're going at the Saints and at the Raiders. The Raiders. So we'll see if that's a, that's kind of a favorable extra three games there, I'd say. Um, they finished third in the division, so that's why they get to play those third-place teams and the Packers and the Saints. Um, and their over-under is seven and a half. So They won nine games last year. This year, um, Vegas is putting them at seven and a half. Um, so again, man, it's a it's it's lower just like Dallas was. But um, before I make any picks or whatever, I'm gonna go last this time. I'm gonna throw it to Dylan. Dylan, what's your thoughts on the Giants? And do you think they will go over or under seven and a half wins?
3: Mm. Yeah, this division is tough. This is the hardest uh it's a lot harder than for me than the other one was that we've done so far but uh you know i think their schedule is really you know difficult even though they have the easier games you know just again looking at those nfc team or the uh, afc east teams um traveling to miami traveling to buffalo uh, they're not going to go 6 and 1 to start this year or whatever yeah. 7 and 1 i don't know if they do they are a super bowl contender because they're playing some heavy hitters in the early season you know, I like Dayball. I think we've uh, we all kind of talked about him um, mm-hmm. over, you know, on the last episode. Y'all check that out. Um, but we did talk about how we like Dayball as a coach. Mm-hmm. I like him as an offensive mind. I like they brought Hyatt in um, to kind of stretch the field. I mean, having a burner on the outside, I hope he gets some, you know, immediate playing time and some big catches. And, uh, you know, kind of maybe fill that Stefan Diggs role that, you know, Josh Allen had with Dayball. So, you know, like that just have that burner. But um, that considered, you know, this team has been inconsistent uh for the last 10, 15, I mean, 10 years. Uh, they've been up and down, up and down, up and down every year. Um, They've not consistently put together. I think I'm reading a stat here. They haven't had two nine-win seasons in a row um, since 2011. Um, so uh is this Danny Jones or uh, Danny Dimes year to blossom under a new, you know, a better offensive coach? Or is this guy on the way out and we're looking at the Giants getting a, you know, top five draft pick because they're going, you know, four or five wins this year. And I'm going to, you know, I like day ball. I'm going to say it, but I'm going to go with the under here. Um, I just don't see with the toughness of their schedule. uh, I do think, you know, they have to play the Niners. They have to play the Seahawks. I mean, they have to play a lot of playoff teams early. I know they were a playoff team, uh, which was surprising. And I just don't see that repeating. Um, So I think they're going to be towards the bottom of the division this year. Um, You know, give me six wins, you know, maybe five if, uh, you know, things aren't going well and they start mixing it up at quarterback. Um, they got a lot of young talent. Their coach is safe. He's not in the hot seat, I don't think. Um, You know, maybe he wants to get his guy in there. You know, there's all those kind of factors to consider. So uh, under on it, I'm thinking they're, they're right at the bottom of the division, maybe the last place team in the division this year.
0: All uh, right, dang man, that would be surprising kind of. Um, but I honestly I wouldn't I mean maybe not that surprising because like you said, they're very inconsistent. Um before we move to Colin, Dylan, I forgot to do this. It was Dylan's birthday yesterday. We want to shout out Dylan, happy birthday, buddy. Hope you had a good one, and uh here you
1: go.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, that's all you get.
3: Yeah, a little Tim and what Eric. It's that? it Tim and Eric. For anyone that
0: doesn't know, it's some weird, some
3: weird stuff. It's Tim and Eric. I love that. That's a that's a throwback to college, bro. We, uh, we had a good time watching, time Tim watching that show one day in the dorms. I mean, stuff, I, I don't yeah. remember what exactly transpired uh, to make us want to watch that for eight hours, but it was
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So,
0: thanks, guys.
3: Thank you, Dawson. I really
0: appreciate. you welcome. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right um moving on so Dylan's got the under Colin do you agree with Dylan what are you thinking on the Giants here
1: yeah you know this is one that I've waffled with so many uh different times just because that seven and a half number is so tricky I mean if I'm looking at all of the all of the bets this would be the one that I would absolutely stay away from because I could see uh day ball you know, popping eight, 8-8 eight and, you know, 1 or, you know, 8-9 and still kind of passing through that. With that being said, I am going to take the under, though. Um, it's kind of a situation of how much magic does Dayball have, uh, you know, for this season, and especially with Daniel Jones. I know they signed up on that four-year contract, but that was kind of they had to do that. Uh, they've got a really weird uh, wide receiver core um, of just kind of like you've got a bunch of just different kind of gadget guys and how do they fit. Um, and so with that kind of perspective, you just got to think like you got to hope Daniel Jones keeps running like a madman and doesn't get hurt. And Saquon has a great uh, injury free year. And that has not been Saquon's M.O. Um, over the his career. So I'm going to take the under on it. Uh, I think this is kind of a step back year for them, but, um, uh, I think the answer is all right. Daniel Jones isn't our guy for the next four years. We may need to, um, uh, make hay with the Sunshines because they got a great, there's a great QB class coming in and you know, you got like what, four or five really, really great guys that, uh, could change the game.
0: Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah. I can see that, man. Um, you got, what, well, like, Caleb Williams, Drake, May. Um,
1: that Tulane dude. Yeah. Joe um, Milton. Go Milton. <laughs> Throw Milton. <laughs> roe <Throw-y>.
0: That's right. <laughs> um, right. Well, uh, Tony, uh, what, what are you thinking? Do you, are you going to keep the under trend going? What are you thinking with the Giants?
2: Man, I agree with what Colin says where that seven and a half is really tricky Okay. If it were eight and a half, it'd be an easy under, but you know, right there, it's just so tricky. Um, they did surprise a lot of people last year, but they also had one of the weakest schedule strength of schedules last year. So um, I'm going to go with the boys here. I'm going to go on the under. I think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit after their uh, great year last year. Um, but I mean, it all depends on uh, Danny dimes. You know, if he can play at a consistent level, consistently high level, uh that could easily be a 10-win team just like it almost was last year so um it's tricky but if I were a betting man which unfortunately I am uh, I'm going to uh, go with the under on the uh, Giants as well all right all right guys well that scares
0: me because uh if we're all gonna go on the under that's usually bad yeah fade the-, <laughs> you
1: know, <spayed> the hedge. <laughs> but you know
0: what I trust my buddies here. I'm going under along with all of y'all. I trust you. I like everything you said. Um, I literally agree with everything we've all said. I think Dayball's a really good coach, like Dylan said. We've talked about this before. I think he kind of puts Daniel Jones at his highest level. He can be at the offense in general, but I don't think it's enough. Because even with making Daniel Jones better, he can run the ball. He still fumbles a lot. The fact that they had one of the worst big play offensively like they had the least amount of big plays on offense i think that's a huge red flag the fact that their run defense was the worst in the league is a huge red flag if you can't stop the run at the end of the game you're screwed and like y'all said i think their schedule was kind of easier they got lucky at the beginning of the year they're not going to start near that well and i think they go under also um this was one team I thought it was like that seven, seven and a half. Like y'all said, I wanted to say over like they'd win eight games. They won nine last year. And I think they've got a better team because they've added some players. But again, I mean, I guess they're going to have to split Darren Waller out on like the outside. Cause they don't really have outside receivers. They've got a bunch of fast slot receivers and like Jalen Hyatt to be on the outside. And that's not really a recipe for success. I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's too much uh, trust to put into a rookie Yeah. To be the only guy and you got to have two outside. I mean, so I guess you put Darren Waller out a lot, but even he's had injury history. So we've got a lot of injury history on this team. So I'm going to take the under two. Um, So it looks like all four of us are taking the under. So, you know, put it all on the over and we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Hey, (laughs) real quick side note. I'm curious what, um, this is another thing we could look at later, but I'm curious what Jalen Hyatt's, um, you know, odds are for offensive player, of the, year, or rookie offensive rookie of the year, um, just in a good system and a team that's going to need a, a wide receiver one immediately out of him. Um, you know, I just think that might be a cool thing to look at and obviously, you know, go balls, um, for anybody that doesn't know, um, that's all we speak in Knoxville. So, um, I would love to see, uh, what that looks like, you know, I, I know it's usually a quarterback or, well, I'm not necessarily a quarterback, um, for the rookie of the year, but, um, you know just curious what his odds are there, but yeah, um, excited to see him play. But uh, yeah, just curious on that. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that'd be, I bet they're very high, I bet they're really good odds. You could get, I'm guessing it's like plus
3: 4,000, plus 4,000. 4, 4, oh, degenerate special,
0: <laughs>
3: put it on the sheet, Dawson. I'm gonna sprinkle it right in. Right. All
0: right, we'll add Hyatt plus 4,000. Um, It could happen. Like I said, though, with the lack of big plays on offense, that's going to be tough unless he turns that around. That would be how it, how it happens. Unless he gets all of a sudden, I don't know if who whose fault it was, but they just were not getting the ball downfield basically. And that could be an offensive line issue, which they didn't address, but we will see. Um, All right, let's move on to Philly, Philadelphia. So, in light of uh, uh, Dylan wearing his Miami jersey last time, I got my uh, Hattie's Pub shirt, you know, <laughs> go birds. Uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. So, uh, riding with that. Philadelphia, y'all, was, in my opinion, the most dominant team last year. Obviously, they lost in the Super Bowl. Lots of excuses have been made, but they were 14 and three. They honestly could have gone, I think they could have gone 15, 16 wins. But if y'all remember week 15 and 16, they played Garner Minshew and they lost both of those games. So, you know, you never know. Um, Jalen Hurts is a bit of a, he's not a a running quarterback, but he runs a lot. So that, you know, leads to him maybe missing a game or two here, but um, here and there. But, I mean, they've got strengths all over the field. I think they've got the best roster from top to bottom, T to B. Um... Between Hurts and uh, A.J. Brown, Devonte Smith, um, even uh, Dallas Goddard, and I think they've got the best offensive and defensive line. Defensive line is questionable. They've got the best offensive line in football, I'd say. They've got a good defensive line, maybe the best. Um, let's see here. I've got a lot of notes on this though. But they kept, or they yeah they kept um, Jason Kelsey. They kept Lane Johnson, which really solidifies their offensive line. On defense, they kept Fletcher Cox, they kept Brandon Graham, which solidifies the defensive line. They also kept Darius Slay and James Bradbury for the back end. Um only people they lost one defensive tackle, Hargrave. Um, they lost a safety and CJ Gardner Johnson. But I don't think it's gonna matter that much. They added, I mean, they lost Miles Sanders, but I don't I don't even feel like that's worth mentioning because they've got a bunch of other running backs. If y'all have seen the the um, image where it's like Miles Sanders is worth 7.2 million and all of Philadelphia is like yeah. four running backs is worth like 6.8 million or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh man. So worth getting rid of him. They added the two Georgia guys in the draft on defense, which is always smart. Um, yeah. and a couple other running backs for cheap. So, I mean, I, it's like, I'm, like I said, man, they just seem, they seem dominant. Um, Look at again looking at their three other games. They've got the Vikings coming to them. They go at the Bucs and at the Chiefs. Um, they get very lucky with the Bucs because obviously the Bucs are really good with Tom Brady last year. They do not have Tom Brady. So going to Tampa Bay is probably an easy game for getting to play the best team, you know, in the other division. Because obviously Philadelphia won their division. Um their total over and under um, for wins this year is 11 and a half. So down two and a half games. seems like most of these teams in the NFC East are down two and a half games from what they did last year. Um, We are going to start with Colin this time. So Colin, give me your thoughts on Philly. I know I just gave a lot of stats and stuff there, but um, over under, let's hear it. You think they're going to win more than 11 and a half, less than 11 and a half? Are they going to be dominant like last year? What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I think the fact that it's set at 11 half makes you kind of just assume that, hey, take the under. You know, they still win. You know, if they win 11 games, you're still a good team, but you, you know, hit the under with that. uh, But I completely think that it's going to go the opposite way. Um, That's an easy over for me. Um, Dawson said that they have one of the best uh, rosters in the NFL. The fact that they were able to double dip um, in the draft, first round, and get Jalen Carter, who fell to them, and also get Nolan Smith, I think is just an absolute positive. Jalen Hurts' best game was the last game that he played. Uh, you've got to assume that he's going to get better. Um, and, you know, they had a chance to win the Super Bowl. It was right there um, for them. And the fact that Patrick Mahomes was on the other side of the field is the only reason that they didn't. Um, and so, i think it's an over i think they win 12 13 games no problem and i also expect them to be waiting for whoever survives the afc uh championship game by the uh by the end of it all all right
0: so that's your nfc super bowl pick
1: that's right all right, right.
0: little uh future picks there um all right, man. I mean, I, I like everything you said. It's hard to disagree. And with.
1: I think also because the NFC is just so weak and you're going to be able to beat up on them. And even though they're in a tough, you know, division still, you know, you can uh, you can kind of really, you know, put it to uh, teams like the Saints and, you know, the Bucks and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Tony, we're going to go to you next. What are your thoughts on Philly? You're going to keep him riding with the over. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, uh, I agree with everything Colin just said. Um I fully expect them to be back in the Super Bowl again this year. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if they did win that 14, 15, 16 games. Um, I agree with you saying that they have the best roster in the league top to bottom, T to B. Um, and I think uh, I think Jalen Hurts is gonna be hungry this year. You know, he was so close to tasting that Super Bowl, you know, he's he wants it. And um I I think Jalen Hurts is you know, I don't want to say the best quarterback in the league because, you know, you still have that guy, Patrick Mahomes. But, man, I love Jalen Hurts. I love his game. I love his drive. Um, I think he's going to be the MVP this year. Um, big year for the Eagles. Um, I hope they win it all. That's that's my pick. So, give me the over on the Eagles. You yeah. can even turn that up to, like, 12 and a half, maybe even 13, and I'll still take the over on that. Ooh, you can do that. You can you can yeah. probably do that and you know get some uh
0: get it up to like plus two hundred, plus two fifty, something like that. Oh man, lock it in, boys.
2: Lock it in. Lock it
0: in. <laughs> all
2: right. <laughs> Unless Jalen right. Hurts gets hurt. Then never mind.
0: Oh, it's me next. Yeah. That that's I mean, there's always you can never account for injuries. Some team's gonna have a yeah. big injury and screw it all up for us. So, you know, thanks a lot, injured guy. But uh <laughs> all right. All right, I'll go next, Philadelphia. Um I agree with everything I said, and I agree with everything y'all said. Um, <laughs> I think Philly's got the best roster. Um, they are unstoppable on third and one, fourth and one, um, which is huge. Um, there was a long time where the Packers could not convert third and one. I always, you know, just like some of y'all are going to take everything back to the Vols or take everything back to the Grizzlies, I'll take it all back to the Packers. That's who I watch the most. Um and it sucks when you can't convert third and one, it sucks. And then seeing Philadelphia do it so easily is huge. And I think that's why they win so many games. Their offensive line is just, 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 you know, just unbeatable it feels like. Um, and then Jalen Hurts being able to little sneak it back there. I don't think it matters who's at running back. I think they'll get, they'll get their touches. They'll get their yards. Um, they'll do what needs to be done. And I think AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, are going to dominate on the outside. And Goddard's an underrated, really good tight end. So I also see this 11 and a half scares me because I feel like they're going to easily beat it. I want to say they were like, I'm with Tony. I feel like they went 13 games, maybe 14 again, easily. Um, they're going to have a tough schedule, but I think they're going to be favored the favorite in almost every game they play. Um, so I'm going over also with Philly. We got a lot. We're agreeing a lot here though. So it scares me. So we'll see. Um, Dylan, you going to keep it going with the over? Or are we going to have like eight picks in a row that are the same? Or are you going to buck the friend? <laughs>
3: you know, I like to be different. You know, I like to <laughs> say, hey, hold up, guys, slow down. Let's not all get on the same side. And, uh, you know, like, you know, Vegas tried to say slow down. This line opened at 10 and a half. And uh, everybody goes, whoa, uh, let's go. And let's hammer that. And they had to, they raised it a game. So it was open at 10 and a half. It's up to 11 and a half um, for good reason. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that this is the best. Um, complete, most complete team. Uh they're hungry. Uh, mark your calendars. Monday, November 20th, 8 15, Monday night football at Kansas City. Uh, it's gonna be a huge, you know, game. I mean, it's gonna be the I think the defining game um of the year for the Eagles. If they can win that one, you know, it's just, you know, where what what stops them? But uh Yeah. yeah, Give me, give me 12, give me 13. I mean, this is a, this is an over team. Now, of course you have to account for the injury risk with hurts, but you know, hope hurts don't get hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all we, that's all we need to see here is that they, uh, you know, keep him healthy. Um, One of the best defenses love AJ Brown, one of the best, you know, physical wide receivers in the game, watching him play for the Titans. Um, You know, it was such a hard, you know, guy to see go, Uh, what do they do with the running back game? Does it matter? Like, I mean, does it who cares when you got Jalen Hurts back there? So, uh, yeah, I'm on the bandwagon. Um, I'm gonna get let's get this total before they put it up at 12 and a half because I could even see I, I mean, it yeah. moved, it moved quick, it opened at 10 and a half and it was 11 and a half very shortly after. So, um uh, everybody's kind of on the Eagles, and I don't see why not.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the only thing that scares me is sometimes the Super Bowl losing team. As a down season the next year that's a trend, but I just don't see that happening with this team. Um, they I lost don't the,
1: I don't think the city of Philadelphia would let that happen.
0: <laughs> They're gonna boom him into being good. <laughs>
2: Reverse I psychology. Have one thing. Um Jalen Carter. I know he was still like a top 10 pick. I think that's the steal of the draft. Oh, yeah. You know, I know he had his off-the-field issues, so I get it, but I think we're going to look up five, ten years from now, and with all the redrafts, he's going to be number one. Yeah, I think he's just an absolute monster. And the fact that they get to add him onto their defensive line, that's yeah. just even scarier than it already was. Yeah. So another big reason is Jalen Carter. Yeah.
1: Way to that point, you know, he's not walking into an unsuccessful organization where he's the top dog. He's walking in there with a bunch of men. Yeah, and- yeah. You know, I think that's going to be a lot
2: easier. He's got something to prove. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. This mm-hmm. might be a dumb question: Is is Derek Barnett still with the Eagles right now?
0: Yep. Okay. He'll, He'll be a he's like a second string off the end. So I mean, and he's really good to the fact that he's second string. Yeah. It says a lot. yeah.
2: Well, Philly's got enough defensive linemen that they can actually like sub out yeah. and keep everybody fresh and like not really skip a beat when they pull out their stars. Because yeah. if Derek Barnett's coming in as a sub. You're doing all right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude, seriously. I mean, seriously, yeah. Barnett, Jordan Davis has subs. They've got just – I think they have the – I know – I would – I confidently say they have the best offensive line, and I think it's – they're arguably the best defensive line too. So, I mean, and that's – you know, that's the dirty part of football that people don't talk about as much, but they really win games. Um, So – Hard to bet against them. So they lost Gardner Minshew, though. So is that going to hurt them? You know, Ooh. I, Ooh. <laughs> deal they breaker. He's, they That's... said
3: Minshew, shoo.
0: Yeah, they said shoo. They can't pay him. He's, he's too, that mustache costs too much money.
3: He's doing porn now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's doing would the, not surprise me if I heard that. Yeah, he's doing the hedge with us under the name of Colin, actually. Not
3: only would it not surprise me, I would have to go look and see what it was all about. <laughs> I'm, just...
0: <laughs> I'm subscribed to his only fans already. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Minchu. <laughs> all right. All right, moving on. We are going to we got uh okay. So everyone's over on Philly, everyone's under on the Giants. Moving on to the Washington Commanders, the Washington football team, the Washington commanders. Um, we'll see if they change names again. They're under new ownership. Um, who knows? Um, I don't have as much stats on them. Um, they lost all their quarterbacks, Heineke and Wentz, Sam Howell. I mean, obviously they kept him. He's going to be the starter now. So it's all going to be is Sam Howell good. Or is he going to you know take over? We'll see. Um, they added a starting right tackle. They kept a defensive lineman that's pretty good named Payne. I mean, they've got a really good defensive line also. Um, who's the guy I'm not thinking of? That's their dominant defensive Chase line. Chase Young. Yes, thank you. Chase Young. Um, otherwise, they've got a couple good skill players, um, you know, McLaurin and Brian Robinson. But I don't see much special coming from Washington. Um, they've got a weak offensive line. They probably have a weak cornerback. Um They're going to have three rookie starters, it looks like, between offense and defense, um, which is not very good. Last year, they somehow went 8-8-1, which really surprised me. Um, But, I mean, that just shows how good this division was. This year, they are six and a half wins as their total. Um, The extra three teams they're going to play is definitely favorable. They play the Bears, they go to Denver, and they go to Atlanta. Uh, maybe the Bears, maybe the Broncos are better this year. Hard to say. Um, but again, six and a half wins. Um, Tony, we are starting with you this time. What are you thinking on Washington? Six and a half over or under?
2: Um, I like their defense, especially their defensive line, like you mentioned. Uh, they've got some really good role players, too. Um, Scary Terry. I just can't help but say get this man a quarterback. Get him a quarterback. I think if he had someone consistent throwing it to him, he'd be a top five receiver in the league. I think he's that talented, and I think that highly of him. Um, But it's hard to put up numbers when basically Joe Schmo is throwing you the ball. So uh, with that being said, I think with that big quarterback class coming in next year, uh, I do not expect the uh, commanders to exceed the uh, win total. Uh, To go over, so I'm going to go under on that one. I think they're going to be in contention for uh, the top pick, definitely top five or so. uh, And I expect to see a new face at quarterback next year, uh, most likely a rookie. So maybe they can uh, turn it around because they really do have uh, good pieces around them. But unfortunately, that uh, most important piece is missing. So I'm going to go under for Washington. All right.
0: Well, Tony, great minds think alike, and so do ours. And uh, we are going to agree on every pick (laughs) in this division. Um, And I'm going to take the under also. And uh, I just, like everything you said, um, I don't trust Sam Howell. I think they'd have a better chance of winning seven or eight games if they kept Taylor Heineke. But as a team, I understand that you don't want to win seven or eight games every year. It'd be better to only win three or four and then restart. So I I get getting rid of him, giving Sam Howell a chance. But I don't think they win six games. I think they're going to be, yeah, one of the worst teams in the league, closer to four or five wins. Um, enough said, right there. I'm taking the under. Dial on. What are you thinking?
3: Man, that's this is such a hard decision. No, it's not. It's not hard for me <laughs> at all. No, this is. I mean, uh, you know, the Washington said I just read here. You know, Washington's had uh, 14 different quarterbacks since 2017 start games. Uh, Tony mentioned that Joe Schmo might be starting week two or three for them if Howell doesn't get it together. Who else is on their roster that we're going to see play this yeah, year? I think it's yeah. Jacoby Brissett would be the guy. Jacoby, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, okay. So, I mean, honestly, Jacoby, and we might see some Magic in Jacoby, you know, combo, a <laughs> little Kobe Magic Lakers vibe with, uh, you know, Matt – we can joke all we want about this team and they are kind of a joke right now. Unfortunately, Terry, Terry McLaurin is is a beast. dude. I'm right there with you, Tony, man. I love watching Terry McLaurin. Um, I would draft him in fantasy if he had a quarterback. Like I just, it's just like, I don't trust it. So yeah, I think this is a, this is a reset year, new management. Um, Give the new guy a shot. Uh, Let's see what happens. Uh, They got, they're going to get ran through by the Eagles. They're going to get, you know, probably beat up pretty bad by the Cowboys. And then they got to play the bills and, you know, the Broncos are probably better with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Like, it's just like, you know, you know, we're not going to talk too much about them. I mean, they're not that interesting. And then, you know, we're all going to look back at this video and they're going to win the division with Howell and he's going to get, you know, MVP. He'll be the rookie of the year. Hey, if that happens, uh, you know, what, whatever you guys want me to do, you know, if they win today, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'll always stay in the road with a sign that says work for, you know, whatever, but anyway, <laughs> just saying, I, I don't, I don't see it. Um, I think they're a four-win team. Um, they'll they'll maybe, you know, maybe beat the Falcons. Like, I don't know, like who they, like, there's nothing <laughs> I'm confident in on their schedule. So um, under uh four-win team, buying for that new quarterback and, uh, you know, get the season over with.
0: Yeah. All right, Colin, let's end it with you. Are we going to all take the under
1: here? Yes, we are. We are just a (laughs) bunch of bobbleheads just shaking our heads. Yeah, I agree. Um, But, you know, Dawson, you said something uh, really uh, smart, just simply the fact that Snyder sold the team and they have new ownership. And we've seen this with every single sport across the board. Any new owner wants to have his imprint immediately And how do you do that? You get a star player. And if you can't get a star player, you draft a star player. And so you want to put yourself in the best position possible to do that. And let's be honest, there has been the ticket sales have been going down for uh, the Redskins just simply because of the Dan Snyder hate. And so the new ownership team is going to try to spin that up. Um, Sam Howell isn't going to be selling those tickets. Um, you know, hope he does well, but, uh, don't think that's going to be the case. So I'm, uh, going heavy on the under, um, the only argument against, um, that is simply that, Hey, Ron, Ron, if I can say his name, Ron Riviera is a good coach. They got a good defense and he'll be able to squeak him out seven wins, but you can't think that that's a good strategy for the next, you know, three, four years. Um if he has like a hey, we gave it our best and you know, won seven seven games, mm-hmm. that's not gonna not gonna change um, you know, their future.
3: Riverboat Ron.
1: Riverboat Ron, baby.
3: <laughs> he misses Cam Newton this year, I guarantee it. Dude. He's looking at <laughs> Sam
2: Howell like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah.
3: This is what I get. He I think, might Cam, I think too, Cam's maybe. a free
2: agent. He can go get him if he wants he's out there let's get
3: cam back in there he's out bring there. that hat that's what's gonna happen we're gonna all it's all gonna come back he's gonna go get cam he's gonna sign them they're gonna they're gonna run ramp shot now
0: <laughs> they're gonna somehow figure it out and yeah destroy everybody all right oh we gotta make our picks for the division winners let's do that y'all do we need to yeah, I think I mean, that's a good point. I think we're all kind of on the same page. Um, let me look at the odds Can that you I
3: count score. to three and all say it at the same time. Yes, <laughs>
0: all right, let me just say, yeah, let's do that. Ready? One, two, three, Was Eagles! <laughs> ah, we're all over the place, yeah. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, but we all said go birds, whatever.
1: Hey-o. Um,
0: they're at minus 135, which feels like great odds for something that feels like a, a, a yeah. thing. So, jump what's on the
1: here. Cowboys at?
3: 190. So, there hasn't been a repeat division winner, so you know that's a fun one right. to, yeah, get two to, to one talk odds. about a little bit. But, and, uh, yeah, yeah. what do you think, Colin?
1: I mean, I think you could sprinkle some on. Um, if you're a Cowboys fan, you get plus, you know, two to one odds rooting for your team. But, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with the Eagles
0: so. The only difference we had here, everybody had the exact same picks except for Dylan took under on Dallas. So uh whew. so either we're all gonna be right or we're all gonna be wrong. So
3: I mean, dude, I I just I, I can't emotionally go for the Cowboys. Like, I mean, when you, you guys are gonna be rooting for them to go, I'm lose every game.
0: <laughs> emotional I get, heads.
3: I love it when the Cowboys lose. I get to go oh, to work yes. and talk to them. everybody that's uh, you know, just you know, America's team and uh anyway, so Stephen a Either Smith, way, you know, I, the cigar cowboy hat you know <laughs> i'll wear a cowboy hat if they uh win the division and uh say go go cowboys
0: all right guys well,
3: let's wrap it up we're about
0: at the end here um thank y'all for joining us had a blast as always um remember you know listen to what we said see if you agree with us bet responsibly and hedge those bets we will see y'all in the next episode see you boys you guys. Yeah.